Welcome to the York Dukes Activities Podcast. This listening experience is brought to you by all of the patrons, students, families, and businesses that support York Duke Activities. We are filled with gratitude every time someone buys a family pass, purchases an ad in our programs, or pays admission to one of our events. Nothing gives us more pleasure than seeing our bleachers filled with the Navy and Vegas Gold Faithful of Duke Nation. If you want more information on how you can become a supporter, contact YHS through our website, yorkpublic.org. This podcast is also supported by Curtsy's Clothing and Gift Boutique. Curtsy's in downtown York, Nebraska is the place to go for fashionable and affordable women's clothing and gift items. They are located at 120 East 5th Street, just south of the courthouse. Come see them to get the perfect outfit or gift for any occasion. In this week's episode, we talk with members of each of the six fall sports, and they give us a preview of their seasons and the expectations going into 2017. We'll hear from York seniors Sidney Sampson, Simon Odie, Lexa Rowart, Carly Seavers, Julia Lee, and Mason Wright. Not a sports fan? Our next episode will feature students and coaches from activities such as band and one act as their seasons ramp up for the year. But first, here is episode four. We're sitting here with Julia Lee, who's a senior for the cross-country team. Julia, last year the girls had two runners go to state, yourself and Lindsay Stuckey, who was a senior at the time, sophomore now. Um, how does this team look different from last year's team? Well, because we didn't really get any freshmen coming in. Our team is basically the same, but I would have to say dynamics-wise, we're a lot closer just because we were with each other all last year. So that's really going to benefit us in the following seasons and Sure. And then looking back at last year, you yourself battled some injuries. Um, how has that recovery process been? Yeah. So I basically had to rewrite my training schedule pretty much. And instead of training hard, I really had to train smart. Being able to take that into the winter season to prepare for track, that was really beneficial for me. And hopefully I can use my training for the team aspect for this cross-country season too. So speaking of training, what does a typical training week look like for you during the season? We're basically known for our early mornings and our tough workouts, but I think this year, like I said, we're training a lot more smart than hard. So we don't have as many mornings, but you know we're out there running every day, and sometimes we have two days, so we're definitely getting the work in. How far did you go this morning? We had 12 to 16 400 repeats. That, that doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> It's fun for some people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Looking at the conference in cross country, who's the top team or your top competition in the conference? I'd have to say Aurora just because they're the returning state champions and they always find a way to um, improve their young, their freshmen and sophomores. So it'll be interesting to see this year. And what's the toughest course you guys will see this year? I would have to say probably Pioneers Park just because they have an awful hill to get up and it's usually pretty hot and muggy there. So, How long has it been since the girls went from the shorter race to the same distance as the boys? My sister, um, when she was a freshman, which was about four years ago, they ran the 4K. So I think that was when they changed it was her sophomore year. So that was about three years ago, I think. Do you think the girls have have caught up to and gotten used to the longer race? Yeah, I think 
a lot of the girls on our team is more um, specialized in long distance, so I think it really benefits us. The cross-country team or cross-country sport is a lot of individual time. You run by yourself when you're, when you're racing. It's an individual time. Talk to us about the team aspect of being on a cross-country team. Yeah, so even though it is a lot of individual training and, you know, just you're out there on your own in the summer, sometimes by yourself, you always have to have in the back of your mind, like, these are for the girls I'm running for, you know, and at the end of the year, you got to make state as a team. So your individual success really has to work towards that team aspect, too. All right. So you can catch the Duke cross-country team at their home invite out at the York Country Club on Thursday, September 28th. Um, Good luck this year, Julia. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, I'm sitting here with Mason Wright of the York Duke tennis team. How are you guys looking to to build on the success, and do you have any younger players that are stepping up? Uh, We have a lot of people in the sophomore class, and uh, a lot of them will be uh, making a big jump from last year. A lot of them got time on varsity as well. We have five returning Lowerman, and uh, so we'll only have one spot to fill from last year. And uh, a sophomore class, the sophomore class will be a big part of that because they got a lot of young talent in that class. Now, tennis, a lot of people see it as an individual sport um, because you're out there playing by yourself or with a partner. Um, how is tennis also a team sport? Well, uh, th- there's a sit spots for singles, for duels, and then uh, we got three doubles uh, teams for duels. And then when we have a invite, you'll have a one du- doubles team and a two doubles team, and uh, one singles and two singles. And the one doubles and the one singles are worth more points for your team. So it's really huge if they can win their matches because those are worth more points. Very good. Now, York hosts two invites uh, every year. This year, the invites are going to be on September 29th and September 8th. Um, So we're hoping that we can get a few good crowds out there. Um, Talk to us uh, just a little bit about our facilities. Um, Would you say York has one of the better facilities as far as the places that you travel? Yes, because, uh, well, we have East Hope Park uh, as well for when we have a large number of kids out. Uh, sometimes when we have our challenge matches, we send kids out to there and we have our courts here at the high school. And then, uh, when it's rainy outside and stuff like that, we can always play inside, which a lot of schools I assume wouldn't have. Right. That inside facility is very unique, especially to a high school team. Well, Mason, we appreciate you sitting down and talking a little tennis with us and we wish you a lot of luck this year. Yep. Thanks. Thank you. talking with Carly Seavers, talking a little softball. Carly, talk about this senior class has been together for a while. Yeah. Um, How is this senior class looking at this season? Um, Yeah, we've been together for a really long time, and this is our last round together that we have to play together. So we're looking at finishing strong with it. So we really want to give all we have, all of us together, working hard, being great leaders, and really stepping up and taking on new roles all of us are as seniors and leaders on the team and I think we're all handling it really well and really working hard. 
this team has a lot of strengths, I feel like, and, and very well-rounded. Talk about what you see as the strengths of this team. You know, that's hard to say just because we have so many different players and different types of players, and we work on a lot of things, but um, probably we have a really good defense. Um, we have p- new people stepping up into different positions, but we do a lot of team infield and practice and we've been really working hard on like getting our cuts down. And I feel like we've seen a lot of improvement with that. And then also, uh, we have a lot more opportunity to hit with batting cages and everything like that. So, um, hitting too is, has gotten a lot stronger. So you talk about having more um, opportunity in the batting cages, and I'm assuming that comes from being out at the new ballpark complex. Yeah. Talk a little bit about how that complex has affected how you guys practice, your efficiency, all that kind of stuff. Oh my goodness, it has done so many like just really awesome things for us. Like I mean, we're all very blessed to have it. Um, we have four more, ca- we have two more cages, so four total, and so that's helps out a lot with getting all, all of our girls to be able to hit a lot more buckets of balls and to be able to get more cuts in. And then we have uh, four fields all pretty close to each other. So that helps with having, like, we get to have infield doing one round here and catchers doing their drills and pitchers doing their drills. So it helps us be way more efficient and getting a lot more drills done than we ever could have imagined. So it's it's awesome. And then having the new, new complex, we also are fortunate that we're hosting a couple big tournaments this year. And it just so happened that our year to host conference – and then we also got the bid to host districts. So how is the team looking forward to those two things? Um, we're looking forward to it a lot. It's really awesome. It's it's an honor to be able to be able to host conference and districts. You know, um, I, we would never have thought this three years ago, being able to host these awesome tournaments. And now that we get the opportunity to, it's it's really awesome being able to play at home too and have that home atmosphere. It gives us an awesome advantage too. So it's great. And then looking more towards the end of the year, I know your guys' theme, um, you guys always have a hashtag theme every year, and this year it's hashtag finish. Um, Where did Mm -hmm. that come from? Um, I think it kind of came from the fact that the last two years we've gotten third in the state tournament. So, I mean, which is still great, but I know that all of us really want to end with the all-ending goal of getting first, winning that championship. So I think our goal this year is to really finish strong, finish each drill, each leadoff, each hit, each bucket in the cage, finishing it as strong as you can so that we can get that goal that we want. Sure. And then finally, who are we circling on the schedule? Who's our, who's going to be up there in class B and in our conference? Yeah, we've talked a lot about how we have a lot of like all over the state, there are a lot of senior pitchers and senior shortstops and all over the place. A lot of seniors that are coming back that are like really great and strong and teams are getting stronger. This would be one of our more tougher years. So uh, Crete, Seward, Beatrice, um, I know Elkhorn South, Gretna, Hastings, all of those teams have pitchers coming back right. that we played and they're, it's going to be a tough year, but it'll be fun. Sure, and we are very excited about it, and I hope our listeners can get out to the new complex and see a few games. So mm-hmm. we wish you the best of luck. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we're here talking a little volleyball. We have in studio Sydney Sampson, who's a senior volleyball player for the Dukes. Um, first of all, you guys have a theme this year of respect all, fear none. Mm-hmm. Um, can you explain that? So we pr- chose this theme so like we don't 
bow down to other teams like we want to like even if they're stronger or more taller than us we just want to do our best on our side of the court like focus on what we can focus on um how has the first few weeks of practice gone so far we've done really good we've been working on like our team bonding and like working as a team we bond with the other classmen and we've worked on our chemistry together we've gotten into more like advanced drills and like worked together really well talking about the close-knit um factor of the team you guys have a really strong group of seniors this year it's yourself Bailey Ivy, Tenley Hansen, Kate Irwin, Regan Cast, and you guys have played together as a group for a really long time. Yeah. Um, how is that going to help you going into your senior year? Well, we all have something to prove like this year, so we just really want to make like a big impact on the team. Like we want to leave a like a like a leave our mark on and off the field. Like if that's like picking up a ball, like like going for it, and like so we want to like so maybe in the future like those balls can get picked up by like the younger classmen. Sure. And so there's also a large freshman class coming in mm-hmm. um, larger than normal um, how have the seniors tried working with those freshmen well they, they've been coming onto our court and like we've been trying to push them more because they are really good like we could see them doing really good things in the future um, they pushed us even in drills and a lot of like off court stuff talking more about the season um, your schedule this year is really heavy away, mm-hmm. um, and that had to do with um, some schedule changes with the NSAA, move the schedule up a week and things like that. Um, how is that going to be a challenge, playing on the road so much? It'll be a challenge. It'll be like we'll have to do a lot of time management in the classroom and just make sure we're getting things done there. And then we'll have to make sure we're getting good sleep so we can stay focused on ga- like on the games. Um, and your first home game is going to be September 7th. We've got Ralston and Newman coming in for a triangular. So tell people, before I let you go, um, why should they come watch the Dukes play volleyball this year? Well, we just want to prove to other like people that we are a good volleyball team and that we've been really working really hard to get better and just make this like program better. Last year, was like our theme was building a foundation. I think we really are trying to like continue building that foundation and getting it going again. Very good. Well, we wish you the best of luck. And hopefully our listeners can get out and see a few games. Thank you. Thanks. We're here with Simon Odie, senior football player. First of all, let's talk a little bit about last year. Last year, you guys finished 7-3. and three, um, Had a really good start to the year. Had a tough one to start off with with Elkhorn South. We knew that could go either way. Um, tell us a little bit about last year and how it finished. Um, well, last year definitely was good season for us. 7-3 winning record made the playoffs, but we definitely didn't finish playing our best football. We felt like we felt like we kind of ended going down, taking a step back, which obviously we had some key injuries like Alex Kowalski, Damon Kalov, Jaden Verheg in three straight weeks. So that definitely affected us, but it left sour taste in our mouth for like us seniors and juniors who were in those games and came out on the wrong side of a couple games. Sure. Um, so you mentioned Damon Califf. He's gone now, graduated. We've got Nick Westcamp back there at quarterback. Yep. Um, how does he look through the first couple weeks? Um, He's looking real good. He's got a great arm, knows how to his reads, making the right reads. I mean, I think he's going to have a really great season, not only giving us a different threat for throwing the ball, but also just like his leadership and – being able to stay calm during big games. Sure. And speaking of big games, um, Coach Snodgrass was in the news the other day and mentioned that 
York's gotten to the point where we're no longer the underdogs. We're no longer the sleeper team. Um, have a little bit of a target on our backs, and we're expected to perform in a lot of these games. How does that change um, the team's approach, or how much do you guys talk about that throughout the year? Well, obviously, we just have to look at ourselves and realize that we can't set our standards to like what other teams who we're going to be playing. We've got to set our standards to ourselves. So now that we are expected to be a good team every year, we got that a little bit more to push us and to realize that we can't be a one undone team with one great season and then just 500 for the rest. Sure. We need to really push ourselves. So um, our schedule has been pretty tough the last couple of years. We've got Elkhorn South. We've got McCook, Aurora, Seward. Now this year, it just so happens that all those games fall on the road. And so having that tough of a schedule and then playing those games on the road how is playing on the road different than playing at home? Um, the road's a big difference. I mean, here in York, we got the greatest fans out there going crazy, cheering for us, making it hard for the opposing teams to get plays in and everything like that. So the road will be a change, especially for those big games, but it shouldn't make a difference in how we play or anything like that because we're there. We're focusing on what we do. We're not concerned with the other teams, the atmosphere. So... We wish that they could be home. seems like they're just a little bit more fun to have the home crowd behind us, but I think it shouldn't affect us sure. on how we play. Um, and similar to softball, you guys adopted the theme finish, um, and we talked a little bit with Carly Seavers about what that means to them. Where did the finish theme come from for you guys? Um, the finish theme really came from, like, just how last year we didn't felt like we finished with playing our best football. We felt like we were kind of taking a step back and we just weren't playing the best that we could possibly play. So this year it's been a huge focus to finish every play, finish every drive, finish every practice great. And so that's really pushed us to like dig deep in those like grinding moments and just play our best when it gets tough. Um, first game coming up uh, August 25th at Elkhorn South. Obviously the biggest game um, of the year right now as they come in rated number one. Um, and I know the cliche answer is take every, you know, one game at a time. But looking to the schedule as a whole beyond Elkhorn South, what's another going to be another big contest for you guys? Like you said, we take every game week by week. We don't look ahead. But one that should be a game against two great teams should be us when we go to McCook. They're sure. going to have a good team this year. They always do. So that should be a fun one for us as well. Absolutely. So, again, this is Simon Odie. We look forward to getting out to Elkhorn South and then the next week hosting Lexington. So we wish you the best of luck this year. Thank you. We're here with Lexa Rowert, who is a senior golfer for the Dukes. Um, The golf team is coached by uh, Josh Miller, and they're coming off a season where they were conference champions and district champions. So heading into this season, what would you say the expectations are? Um, You know, we did lose a really good player off our team, our number one player from the past four years, Sam Redfern. So our biggest thing this summer has been really focusing on getting all of our scores down because we know not one single person's going to make up for her score, but we know if we all work together, we're going to be able to be just as good as even better than last year. Sure. Um, What are the... What are the strengths of the golf team this year? I think one of our biggest strengths is our depth this year. 
Um, in past years, we've had five, maybe six players ready to play. And um, throughout this year, we've already had three qualifying rounds for our positions to play on Monday. But um, throughout the year, we're going to have to continue doing those qualifying rounds just because we have so many players that are ready to step up and take your spot if you're not ready to play. And for the people that aren't golf people, explain what a qualifying round is. Um, for us, a qualifying round is we play a set of nine holes, um, normally at York Country Club. So we'll either play the back or the front. And it's just a round where you play um, exactly like you would in a normal tournament. And you play all the rules the same and everything. And then you just see how your score is compared to everyone else's. And then we'll take the top five. And we normally do uh, three rounds and we keep those three scores just so you get an average. Because if you do have one bad day, it sure. can really hurt you. And we all had those days. Exactly. Um, so you talking about York Country Club, I would say it's one of the tougher courses around, especially for high school players. Um, how is that an advantage or a disadvantage for us having that as a home course? I really think that's an advantage, not a disadvantage for us, because we do have to play on you know one of the hardest courses in the state. And it is such a great course. It's kept up well by York Country Club. And it's, um, you know, we really have a lot of support out there from the country club. So that's awesome. But it does present a lot of challenges. Um, lots of water, lots of trees, not yep. a lot of open spaces. So you really have to, um, you know, it's really a mental game to play out there, which is good for us when we go into the York Invite. And in last year, we had districts and conference out there. It shows, you know, it can you can tell who's played out there and who hasn't with sure. just how you can manage the course. And um, this year, York will not have districts. It'll be at Jackrabbit in Grand Island. Um, I'm assuming a lot of your players have played there. How does that course compare? That co- course compares um, pretty similar, but not quite the same. There's not as much water at Jackrabbit and then... There is a lot of trees, but there's definitely a lot more fairway to work with at Jackrabbit, so that's good. And most of our players have played at Jackrabbit before. We have every year a JV invite there, so that's good to get like the younger girls out there and playing. And then there has been a couple tournaments in the past, but everyone has at least played out there once. Sure. Do you guys have a, a focus as a team or a theme that you're focused on this year? Um, we really focus on growing and becoming like one big team because in the past when I started my freshman year, we had like eight girls out and now we're up to a number of 13 players, I believe, um, with a bunch of student managers waiting to come up. So that's awesome. And we're really trying to get to be together as like one team, one person. We're just trying to all bond and everything. So a lot of people don't think of golf as a team sport. Because you go out and you're basically by yourself for your whole round and you're keeping your own score. Explain the team aspect. Um, so, like, the most basic way to explain it is a team for golf is you play five players and then you drop the highest score of those five players. So you only count four scores. But honestly, it's a lot more than that. You have the support from your teammates. You know that if you had a bad hole, you can go back and you can you know, pick yourself up, but then you also need to pick yourself up for your teammates because they're counting on you. And granted, you don't see them all day, every day when you're playing. Right. You see them at tee boxes, at greens. You're yelling at each other across the course, trying to see how they're doing. And so that's really fun to like dynamic to kind of play with because we aren't all you know on a court together. We're right. all spread across a course and we have to communicate in different ways. But it is really cool and we all come into the golf like clubhouse and it's like how'd you play how'd it go 
you're just seeing how um, everyone else did and you're excited for them if you had a bad day. They're excited for you if you had a good day. It's all just a great team. Very good. Well, we are very excited for the girls golf season this year. And hopefully our listeners can get out to York Country Club for our invite, which is on August 31st at York Country Club. Starts at 9 a.m. Hopefully we can get some people out there and you guys have a great season. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.